Hello and welcome. Today's topic is how to begin with a fresh start and I want to share a little bit about our hearts today. But first, ladies, welcome to Healing Motions with Tabitha King. I'm your host, Tabitha King. And I look forward to building this podcast to help people know that no matter what they do in life, God can heal you from everything you have done and turn you back to him to restore you to life. With that being said, I want to share from Ezekiel 36 chapter the 26 through the 27 verse. The scripture says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. God promised to restore Israel not only physically, but spiritually. To accomplish this, God would give them a new heart for following him and put his spirit within them to transform them and empower them to do his will. Again, the new covenant was promised, ultimately to be fulfilled in Christ. No matter how impure your life is right now, God offers you a fresh start. You can have your sins washed away, receive a new heart for God, and have his spirit within you if you accept God's promise. Why try to patch up your old life when you can have a new one? Let's think about this for a moment. During a wedding ceremony, two people make a commitment to be together for life. They vow to choose each other every day from that day forward. They leave behind an old life of living for themselves and move forward in a life together as they are pronounced husband and wife. It would be real ridiculous for the bride and groom to walk back down the aisle, look at each other and say, Thanks for the great wedding day, but I'm going to do my own thing now. Or, that was a great one day experience, but it does not change me or my life. No, the newlyweds celebrate with a honeymoon to grow closer. They share a home and a life together. Their wedding vows are the starting point of their life together, not the end. They commit to continue to grow in unity. It's important when beginning a marriage to start the journey with taking care of your own heart first. Make sure that it is opened wide so you can love deeply from the heart. In 2 Corinthians 6, 11 through 13, the Apostle Paul says, We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and opened wide our hearts to you. We are not withholding our affection from you but you are withholding yours from us. As a fair exchange, I speak as to my children, open wide your hearts also. If you are dealing with a closed heart right now, that's okay. But over time, it is good to begin moving forward with an understanding of the truth about love and the way it works. If you have a hard time feeling love, your heart may be closed to some extent. But if you desire intimacy, it requires an open heart. You can begin to explore ways to be more available to God and others by first learning the signs of an open heart. They include connectedness or involvement, 
interest, focus, or attentiveness, energy, passion, or being full of life, unselfishness, considerateness, or thoughtfulness, sensitivity, compassion, a caring attitude, or empathy, gentleness, kindness, or tenderness. God forgives our sins the moment we ask for his precious forgiveness. We are covered by his grace and mercy, but it still can take a tremendous amount of time for our hearts to heal. A closed heart keeps God's most precious gift, his love, from flowing through us and into our most important relationships. I have been through a lot of emotional traumas in my life. I have been a victim of date rape, married a man who mentally, verbally, sexually, and emotionally abused me. And I did not feel love, nor did I know how to love. I was afraid to leave my first marriage at first because of my vows I made to God. But I learned over time that it was okay to let go of this misery I was continuing to live in daily. I did not realize at the time how, yes, divorce is offensive to God, yet it is pardonable like any other sin. Now, I'm not telling anyone to get divorced, but I am telling you to deny someone full forgiveness and the right to live life to the fullest in Jesus Christ denies the healing power of the cross. God brings light out of darkness. His redemptive work in the lives of imperfect people restores the hearts of men and women and turns them back toward him. His grace forgives and transforms you just as it does anyone who accepts salvation through Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to say it again. I'm not telling anyone to divorce, get divorced, but I want you to know that when you want full forgiveness, you need to let go of whatever you're going through and rid yourself of the pain and the sorrow that you're going through. If you don't know how to do it in the relationship you're in, ask God to lead you in the right direction. If you believe Jesus died and rose again to forgive you and get and to give you true life. If you have asked him to forgive you, if you have asked him to come into your life, then hooray. You have begun an incredible journey with the Lord of the universe. No longer do you have to worry about whether you're good, good enough for God. Because in Christ, you are God's own child. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. When you feel alone or when you experience guilt and shame, you can turn to God instead of running away from him because you are forgiven. Through Christ's sacrifice on the cross and our acceptance of that gift, God's grace redeems imperfect people. No matter what sin we have caused, for we all have sinned and come short of his glory. But he gives us the gift of eternal life so that we all have a hope and a future in Christ. A relationship with God is better than any other relationship or anything you can buy. It's permanent and it will change you more than anything else in your life. Welcome to the beginning of a lifelong journey. Spoiler alert. This one is in happily ever after. Pray this prayer with me today. If you are feeling like your relationship needs to reconnect or need to connect to the, our Lord and Savior. Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God 
who came into the world to save those who believe in you. Thank you for coming into my life, forgiving my sins, and having a relationship with me. By your word and spirit, teach me to grow close to you. Change me as I spend time learning about you. In your name, amen. Think about this throughout your day. What are you excited about in your journey with God? For me, I'm excited to open my heart completely so that I can love others the way Christ loves me. What scares you about your journey with God? I will say I have been afraid of speaking before people and sharing my story, but little by little, I'm coming out of my comfort zone and into where God wants me to go. According to John 3, 17, why did Jesus come to earth? Read it for yourself today and tell me how Jesus' words in this passage comfort you. Tell me in the comments. Also, if you are in need of one-on-one coaching or would like to chat further with me about how to open your heart and get more solution-focused help for your journey, I am here for you. Check out the link in the comments. Also, I have a wonderful course coming available very soon for you to take part in that helps marriages grow closer together. I will be sharing more about it in upcoming weeks, along with other courses that are coming available very soon. I would love to have you join me in my community where I nurture and cultivate plans to help you with the healing process on our journeys. If this resonates with you, I would love to have you join me now by clicking on the link in the comments. I look forward to talking with you again in the next week. Be blessed.